Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jim Rodriguez. You can listen to us on the Odyssey app. And of course, you can always watch the show twitch.tv slash betql. I mean, you know, comb my hair and, you know, get this unruly homeless beard under control here. So we do it for you. You know, I'll tumble for you guys. Kate, what's going on? It's Friday and it only means we're one day closer to college football. I mean, you're in Big Ten country. You can almost, uh, it's palpable in the air. We're getting closer. Yeah, you can smell it. What are we, seven Saturdays away from having college football? That's that's a number that feels close, like can finally start the countdown a little bit. It feels realistic that it is right around the corner now, and it's going to be an exciting season. A lot going on in the Big Ten right now. I'm not sure that's all good news of what all is happening, yeah. but it will be an interesting season uh, for Big Ten football, nonetheless, for sure. Yeah, and then and then obviously some teams leaving their conferences and going to other conferences. So there's a lot of storylines and uh, you know maybe hurt feelings or sh- tears being shed. So the one thing that to me the last couple of seasons, Kate, that that always struck to me is we kind of knew who the three of the teams were going to be. In, in the college football playoff, at least two. And we're always, we're, who was going to be that fourth team? Who was going to walk in through that door? Who was going to be the TCU? Who was going to be that random mm-hmm. team that, that was just going to, you know, lamb to the slaughter, uh, you know, as, 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 a, as a portray. So we wanted to see who would be the teams that would make the college football playoff. So we, we, we searched around a little bit and as usual, it's the kind of usual suspects, Georgia, Coming off a national championship again, uh, minus two fifty to 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 be in the college football playoff, and then a couple of a couple of big tenors. You're you're not going to win. Ohio State at minus one twenty five, Michigan, kind of surprised. Michigan plus money, plus one hundred five, and then Alabama at plus one thirty five. You know, I like Michigan. Which I surprised myself saying that because I have not been a huge Jim Harbaugh fan, but I think that this is one of the better teams that he's had since being at Michigan. You return your top two running backs, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, um, return your quarterback, J.J. McCarthy. Uh, defense kind of lost quite a bit, but they also had a pretty good recruiting class coming in, and their offensive line last year was dominant. So, I mean, what more can you really ask for? And I think at this point in his career at Michigan, it's kind of like, ready for a title or bust. I know they made it to the uh, playoff last year, but they got embarrassed in that first uh, first round game. 
So I think that they have a lot of the pieces that can come back and make another deep run. It's just, again, getting past Ohio State, which is going to be tough because of the weapons, the receiving core that they return. And, I mean, it's just Ohio State. They're good every year. Um, But it does kind of feel like the tides have turned, and this is kind of Michigan's stretch in that that, um, rivalry that, you know, it kind of it kind of ebbs and flows on, on who's the top dog between those two teams. And I feel like it's Michigan, but I know you like Ohio State. So talk me out of uh, the Wolverines. Yeah, I mean, t- to me, I, I was I was surprised by, by Michigan being, you know, a little better than even money to 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 be there. Uh, in the, in the college football playoff, just for all the things that you had mentioned, you know, has the tide turned at Michigan? Is there some sort of calmness now with Harbaugh settling into that, finally gotten over the hump? Um, but I also, just because I love the, the the consternation of it and 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 be a little contrarian, I also found some odds on teams to not make the college football playoff. And while I was surprised that Michigan was at plus money to make it, they're minus 135 to not make it. And I kind of like that more at minus 135. And I was sort of surprised that that number was minus 135. Ohio State, just underneath Michigan, uh, underneath even money, they're minus 105 to not make the college football playoff. Well, that would mean then you have what? Georgia or Alabama in it? Um, USC possibly one of the two of Ohio State or Michigan and one other team. So that doesn't seem all that off. I could get there. Yeah. Well, USC plus 260 to be in the college football in? playoff. And and if you want to go all the way, they're 14 to one to win the natty. Um, and that's with obviously a, a Heisman candidate and Caleb Williams. Florida State, now to me, down here in Florida, in ACC, SEC country, Florida State, I think, has finally turned the corner. They're finally going back to what they're doing in Tallahassee. They're plus 280 to make the college football playoff. I kind of like that bet as well. I love that bet. I was hoping we could talk about Florida State. I think that they're going to be really good this year. I wouldn't mind taking them to win the ACC. I mean, you talk about the pieces that they have. They went 10-3 and last year and are bringing back a ton of, excuse me, talent on that team. Your quarterback, Jordan Travis, um, Johnny Wilson, wide receiver, and then your edge rusher, Jared Verse, could have gone to the NFL. He decided to come back. So that's a huge piece to your defense right there. Um, they do kind of have a difficult schedule. They have LSU, Clemson in the first four weeks of the season, but you get through those games. I think you can build a lot off of what you did last season. And, um, at what, 28 to one to win the college? Plus 280. Is it win or just yeah. make it? Plus, plus 280 to be one of the final four teams. Plus 280 to get to the college. Okay, I love that. I would take that all day. Yeah, almost three to one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, the... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Clemson. Yeah, is, I do think. Is, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Paul. Finish with the ACC. I was gonna say that's the only other team in the ACC that I think would be able to make it. I mean, Clemson had a couple down years. How much longer is that going to last? I think um, Davo Sweeney kind of turns this around, and you had two new coordinators last season. Obviously, that's tough in, in a first year, but I think that they could be. Another team, I just like Florida State better, especially if you're getting a better number. 
And it is interesting how the schedule falls as well. Like, I feel like Florida State could potentially lose to, let's say, LSU early and still make a run and be in the conversation for the playoff at the end. I do think, like, mm-hmm. looking at USC's schedule and then the Pac-12 in general, like Utah last year, they lost that first game to Florida. After that, it felt like they had no shot. They had no shot to get into the playoff. They just, like, it was done. And so when you're looking at, like, Pac-12 teams, which I was looking at, it's almost – I almost feel like if you're going to take them to make the playoff, like what did you say, USC was plus 280? Like you're kind of almost – is it not a better bet to – if you think they're getting in, maybe take them to get to the – to win it all. Although I guess they're probably getting in as the four, just the whole process of it. They're probably getting in as the fours if they get in. They probably have to run the table. Maybe USC, like the, the early part of their schedules, San Jose State, Nevada, Stanford. And then they hit play like a Notre Dame later. They go Notre Dame at Notre Dame, Utah, back-to-back, finish at Oregon, UCLA, Washington, Oregon at Oregon, UCLA. It's a little bit of a gauntlet, and they're all late. And if they lose one of those games, I feel like at least they're probably out. And so, like, when you're looking at these Pac-12 teams, I just feel like if you're going to take one like Utah, for example, like – they open at Florida again. Now they're nine point favorites. They have two of the best offense, best offensive lines, one of the best defensive lines in the country. But again, if they lose that game, it feels like they're at best fighting an uphill battle. TCU ran the table until the Big Twelve Championship game, and then they had almost done too much to leave them out. Although I was definitely in the camp that I thought Alabama had a case to get it to get to get in because it was going to be a better game: TCU Georgia or Alabama Georgia. I think we all know it was Alabama, Georgia, but they put TCU in. So I wonder, I'm like, as I was trying to make a case for these Pac-12 teams, I kind of just kept coming back to the fact, like, if you're going to throw a dart with, like, a UCLA, even though they lost DTR, so maybe that's not the team, but maybe, like, a Washington who has Michael Penix back, like, is it? are you just better off taking them in the Pac-12 as opposed to make the playoff? Because it's just, you know, looking at Washington's schedule. Boise State, Tulsa, at Michigan State, Cal, at Arizona, pretty all winnable games, definitely. And then at the end, you got to beat USC. You got USC and Utah back-to-back, and then Oregon State, who at Oregon State, who could be scrappy. It's very tough to see them running the table, and you have to run the table, I feel like, to get into the playoff, but they could still maybe make the Pac-12 title game, and then you've got a decent ticket in your hands. The one, the one thing that jumps out at me, just to put a bow on this, making the, the college football playoff is, what about LSU? The family that Brian Kelly's got going on over there, plus 370. You can get it somewhere, plus 370 to be a, one of the final four teams. And, and, and I think they're just as good as anybody. They're, you know, they, they won 10 games last year. Um, both sides of the ball, they're, they're good at it. Uh, and they've got power on both sides of the ball. I think I think Brian Kelly's poised in what he's been able to do in, in previous stops. I think LSU is – I love LSU this year. I, I think they're 11-1 they're to 1 to win the national championship and plus 370 to be one of the uh, final four teams. I, 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 I would go Tigers on that one. And I also wonder in a situation like that, like in the SEC, like – they're a team where I feel like there's actually there's value on them to make the playoff as opposed to like you you might you can bet them to make the playoff they have a chance to get to make the playoff and still be overmatched once they get in there so at least you cash that playoff ticket without needing them to like mm-hmm. go the go the whole way because don't you think if you have a 
one loss SEC team versus a one loss Pac-12 team, the committee is probably going to lean no, towards the SEC. Yeah. No contest. So no, I, I think no any SEC team to make the playoffs would be my pick over a Pac-12 team. And the Pac-12 yeah, actually is going to be really good this year, I think. Yeah, it'll be it'll be curious with 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 it obviously breaking up and, and merging into the in, into into the Big Ten. You know what what if if the teams that are staying now will have a chip on their shoulders, Kate, to to sort of say, okay, you're leaving, so we're gonna you know take this with you, take this loss with you, take these things with you, and, and try to sort of defend the honor of 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 the Pac-12. It's a yeah, it's a curious sure. thing, of course. And Texas, of course, they're leaving the Big 12. They're going to the SEC. They're, they're plus 370 uh, to get into that final four spot. All right, NFL. Now we're going to move to the Sunday football. Lots of headlines. How does that affect the prop market? We'll get into that with Kate Constable. I'm Jim Rodriguez. BetQL Daily presented.